your source for cruise news and planning. From Royal to Disney, this is Rope Drop on Deck. Welcome aboard to another Rope Drop on Deck. I am Doug McKnight, and I am not here with Michelle McKnight. She had some other things she had to take care of this week, so she will not be joining her, but I replaced her today with a very, very special guest, so stick around to see who our guest is today. But first... Apple Podcast Reviews. Thank you to everybody that's recently left us a review. And you leave us a five-star review, we will read it on air. So here is the review from today. It is informative and entertaining. Five stars by Garcervella. Yeah, I'm confident that's how it's pronounced. All right. Started listening because I love Rope Drop Radio, even though cruising was not on my radar. Well, Doug and Michelle have definitely gotten me wanting to cruise fun and entertaining to listen to and you learn a lot about cruising excellent review thank you very much for the kind words we appreciate it helps us go get ready to record every time when we hear nice confident things about us we're glad that we can get you interested in cruising and i think today's episode which just to tease it is about dcl for someone that's a rope drop radio listener this will help encourage you even more to want to get into cruising because we're going to do the top 25 things we love about DCL. And I'm going to do that with a very special guest. We're going to welcome back Mr. Joe from Back to the Mouse. Joe, welcome aboard. Hey, Doug. Great to be back on. Well, thank you very much for stepping up and joining for tonight in Michelle's absence. But because you're here in place of Michelle... Oh, by the way, people that don't know, Joe is the, the creator, operator, owner all of those hats for backtothemouse.com. So go check out backtothemouse.com um, for all the things that you need to know. Right, Joe? Uh, yep. Lots of, uh, lots of menus, food pictures, uh, venue pictures, everything, um, DCL cruising, and a tiny, tiny little bit of Royal. Yeah. And you're super duper platinum on DCL? I'm, I'm Not the official I'm, terminology? Yeah, well, I'm I'm at twenty, so I think that's super duper platinum. I think and that's super I'm, duper. Yeah, yeah, I'm five away from pearl. Yeah, so I think I hit super platinum. So, and you're super duper. So, like, we should know about DCL on this. We should, so you would think you would think you would so. Think. Yeah, yeah. So, think. all right. And um, as we go through our list of the 25 things, we'll talk about some, you know, recent trips. Everything will get mixed in when we've enjoyed it, all that sort of stuff. But first, everyone's favorite part, the word of the day. And Joe, you get to define it today. And it is bulkhead. I'm going to take a page from Michelle and use the official Merriam-Webster's Dictionary uh, that defines bulkhead as an upright partition separating compartments. And I saw that that could be either on an airplane, mm-hmm. uh, a ship, or another vessel. Wow. Okay. So, I thought it had to do something with support. Just upright. It says it it's upright. A, there, there's other, there, there are many other definitions, but I thought that was the most applicable. That sounds good. Yeah. So it vertically, it, so like if you sit in the front row on the plane, you got the bulkhead in front of you, right? It's a yeah, I don't think that's, I don't think that pro- provides any structural support. I think that just separates no. the, that separates us from the people who paid real <laughs> money to get on the plane. That's true. They need their separation from me. That is for sure. Yes. So bulkhead, they have them on ships. Um, you know, a lot of times you see like watertight compartments if you're down in the, the bowels of the ship and you got to like step through the bulkhead doors, right? Something yes, like I think 
Isn't that the thing that the Titanic was missing? Uh, yeah, it, bulkhead, bulkhead. bulkheads that went all the high enough. I think. Yes, so, they were they very were too low. Yes, very very yeah. important bulkheads. Yes, yes. Okay, enough of the word of the day. Now let's get to the news, which our news remember is always brought to us by BackToTheMouse.com. As we said earlier, it's fantastic, right, Joe? Do you think it's fantastic? The news of the day or BackToTheMouse.com? Back I to personally, I personally love both of them. Okay, all right. Well, the first news is not great news. Um, this week, there's been a f- picture floating around the interwebs of some children sitting on their balcony railing, like just feet dangling over the ocean. And then we also saw some videos of some kids fighting in a kid's club. So not a great week for kids on cruises. So um, news-wise here, I would like to say that's not all kids that start fights in the teen club. Uh, we've both had teens that go to the teen club a lot and never seen anything like that. I don't believe that they've ever been on a fight on a Disney cruise ship that I know yeah, of. So that we know they're of. either sure they're either know. they're they're either really good or they're really good at hiding it. Yeah. Uh, so on the fight side, it was a Disney cruise, and Alden's like watching the video and was like, yeah, those are the kids that I'm not going to be friends with. Like he very selective in the kids he hangs out and roams around. He's like, they're the ones that give the other kids the bad name, you know? And so I hope there's not like a curfew or something put in. Royal has a curfew for kids. That's uh, in Alden's opinion, very early. So we'll see if Disney does anything about that. Um, kids sitting on the railing though that's even more frightening than the fight right i think that could have dramatically bad consequences much more so than a fight right and i mean there's already signs on every veranda saying don't climb i mean the it's just nonsense to set your kid on there um you know there's been people fall off of a cruise ship there was the the one toddler that Grandpa held him up into an open window and fell. Um, we don't want that. Don't sit on your verandas. That's crazy. I know they have external cameras. I'd be surprised if security wasn't at their room oh, pretty pretty rapidly pretty after they started doing that. But yeah, definitely not something you ever want to see someone doing. It's definitely not safe. Oh, oh yeah. And, and we've talked to it about talked about this with our kids since we saw the pictures because not too long ago, I think it was on Royal that a teenager was sitting on a railing in like the atrium area and fell backwards and and passed away. So don't sit on railings. Anybody. There you go. That was the, the somber news of the day. I really don't have uplifting news though. Next Joe. So Amsterdam. Rumors swirling, cruise ships banned from the city center of Amsterdam. If you've cruised into Amsterdam, which I have not, but it's on the list, I want to do it, you pull right up, right to the city center. It's practically like a train station. It's the cruise terminal, which is fantastic for excursions and stuff. You don't get to do that much in uh, Europe with city centers. But the city council passed a resolution to propose banning of cruise ships. Um, basically it passed, but it does nothing. It's, um, like passing a rule that says, we'd like you to think about contemplating possibly maybe not doing this anymore. We're going to send a strong message about what we might be thinking about sending a strong message about. Yeah, it was so like a a couple weeks ago, we had to go to our state rules meeting for Michelle coaches 
the speech team here and they passed a new rule about how many devices you can use per student in one type of performance, like how many chairs and boxes you could have. Because some people are starting to get carried away. So they passed this rule. You could only have one per student, right? Real con everybody's up in arms. But they didn't pass to put the rule on the ballot in which you are judged. So there's no judging of this rule, therefore can't be enforced. It reminds me of that. I, I have so many comments, but we'll distract so far from the news of the day. I mean, I don't, I... <laughs> we can go there, Joe. Come on. Tangents are our thing here. But yeah, how, like, you know, how many chairs does a student need for a, a debate? We, it's, so it's, a, it's called OID, Oral Interpretation of Drama. You can have three to five students in it. And some people were like practically carrying in sets. And it's supposed to just be, you know, a kid interpreting drama. It's gotten carried away. So, yeah, it's a thing. I'm going to need a video of someone getting carried away with it to, okay, to, fully, just, to fully judge how I feel go, about this situation. Go to uh, YouTube and search uh, Oral Interpretation of Drama, and you will see some things. But, yeah, Nebraska passing some rules. But then they didn't put it on the ballot. So this is the same thing. Like Amsterdam City Council passed a resolution but like no way and means to enforce said resolution. So like, hey, don't do this. And it's like, okay, well, what happens if we do? Well, we didn't pass that part. Excellent. Right? Yeah. Okay. That was muddy water there, wasn't it? Oof. I, we cut that is, part. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't edit that much, Joe. What did you say, ghost? All right. So on to the main show today. 25 things we love about Disney Cruise Line because it is its 25th anniversary today. As we record this, the magic is 25 years old, but never looked younger. It's an exciting milestone, isn't it? It's like, happy birthday, Disney Cruise Line. Your insurance is now cheaper. <laughs> it can rent a car. That's right. All, all those things. Yeah, that's that's about it. It's It can rent a car. Its insurance is now cheaper. I wonder if their insurance does get cheaper. They're 25 years old. Maybe. I don't know. Probably not. So we're going to go through 25 things. I'm going to be honest. Joe made the list here. So I may or may not agree, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to agree. And we'll, uh, he'll, he'll throw them out in no particular order, correct? It's definitely in no particular order. And I, I did no particular orders. I did run it by the family uh, and they helped me clarify some of my answers that were obviously uh, incorrect. So uh, it's, it's, it's a bit better than it was before. Okay, excellent. So, all right, Joe, you throw it out there and we'll uh, discuss it. Okay, so number one's going to be um, Disney Cruise Line's concept of rotational dining, where you oh. visit different, uh, different, all the different dining rooms on the ship and your uh, servers go with you. So they get to know your preferences and um, while you get to experience different menus and different venues. Right. I think this is one of the huge things that sets their main dining apart from others is like you go to the different dining rooms and their dining rooms have more going on than just like, Hey, look, this is themed Tuscan style because the stuff we put up on the wall, right? Like, so it's their rotational dining is definitely something we love about Disney. And I think it makes it hard to skip rotational dining too. They're the, you know, main dining hall when it's in the main sort of 
ones, right? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. There's sense. there. I mean, there there are definitely certain uh, nights and certain themes that you don't want to you don't want to skip out on because they're particular to that venue or or to that sailing or what have you. So yeah, you definitely yeah. want to try to get in most of those. Yeah, if you're gonna skip a rotational dining night, it's pirate night. It's it's always pirate night. Always pirate night. Why can't they fix that menu? I just don't get it. Why why do pirates have the worst menu? I don't. That's not going to be on our top twenty five, is it? The pirate night dining menu. No, well, no, it's not. But I will also say that it's probably one of the the more consistent menus across the fleet. Mm-hmm. So you you know as you go on more disney cruises you experience that menu more and more and more and after i i can say for myself after the 20th time <laughs> i'm i've experienced all of that menu that i choose to experience and and then some all right well, let's let's move on number uh next number next uh number two if we if we keep the numbers going correctly okay. um uh there are certain specific food items on the menus that uh, we particularly enjoy. And I think um, everyone has their own favorite uh, menu items from the different dining rooms. Uh, I personally like the uh, black truffle pasta percets. Yes. Uh, from Animator's Palette. And those are pretty common uh, among the uh, Dream class and the Magic class. Uh, not on the new triton class i gotta get that right yeah not on the wish because there is no animators palette that's right and uh we like um uh my my younger daughter wanted me to mention that uh she likes the escargo uh which i wouldn't have put it as one of the top items but that's her go-to item whenever we're on board really i don't i like escargo theirs is not my favorite though i wouldn't that surprises me she just hasn't had others yet I I only eat escargot on the ship when she orders it and oh, tells me that I'm also getting it. So, uh, but there, but I think I think lots of people have a particular food item that they uh, enjoy, and and that might also be why DCL is hesitant to change up the menus, yeah. right? Because people get favorites and and they expect them to be there. My favorite disappears, then they're just done. It's yep. Just, yeah, they're not going to hear the end of it from me. It'll keep going. Yeah. All right. What's next? So number three, while it while it seems like I'm stuck on on the di- on the dining uh, aspects of it, we'll get out of there eventually. Uh, would be specialty dining, and that's um, Palo and Remy, and uh, on the Wish, there's Enchante and mm-hmm. Palo's Steakhouse. Is that correct? Yep. Yep. That's you can correct. you can tell yep. my lack of my lack of Wish sailing is is coming into play here. That's all right. Nobody's going to judge you for the lack of wish. Maybe <laughs> uh, for too much wish. <laughs> well, we'll get there eventually, I think. Um, so uh, we particularly like Palo Brunch uh, versus Palo Dinner, but we've tried, um, we've done the Remy Dessert and Remy Dinner as well. We haven't done Remy Brunch yet, but um, we like to uh, have an alternative on, either during the day on a sea day for brunch or uh to get out of pirate night, we'll usually schedule a specialty dining, yeah. which is adults only. Yes, 18 plus at, at those restaurants. So for under 18, there is no specialty dining on Disney Cruise Line. So that's one thing that you commonly hear complaints about for Disney, but it doesn't bother me 
soon, Samantha will be joining us at Palo the next sailing. So that will be interesting. Real interesting. I was just going to say, uh, we finally graduated everyone to 18 plus. So uh, everyone's got to join us at uh, uh, Remy. And uh, we also did Remy dessert and everyone's done Palo brunch as well. Yeah, Palo brunch is my favorite. I, uh, I really like the lasagna, the sticky rolls, all that sort of stuff. So very cool. That is definitely something we love about DCL. All right, what's next, Joe? Um, I'm going to knock off one of the big ones here, and I'm going to say this uh, in plural in the hopes that everything comes true, Ooh. and that's private destinations. Uh, and that's <laughs> Castaway, Castaway Key for right now and soon to be joined by uh, Lighthouse Point. Yeah, private destinations are fantastic. And I can't wait to see Lighthouse. Um, you know, Castaway is it's almost like that perfect beach day. Right. If they could just put a dome over it and make sure it never rains, it'd be even better. It's it's like it's like, you know, Disney turned a uh, a beautiful Caribbean island into a Disney water park and they control every aspect of it. So the theming's perfect. Um, it's almost like just an extension of the ship. Yeah, that's it. That's the best part about it. It's the nothing really to stress about except maybe getting your snorkeling gear in advance, um, which I didn't know was a problem until I knew it was a problem. But uh, it's fantastic. And if, if only they could manage to build a few more cabanas. I, right? Like, I can't believe the plans for Lighthouse Point isn't like 50 cabanas. Like Royal Caribbean has so many different types of cabanas on perfect day that I don't understand why Disney's not following suit. Yeah. Yeah. I would have thought that that would have been a major, a major upgrade that they would make when they went to a new destination scene is how the cabanas are so uh, in demand at Castaway. Yeah. But like like not even all the concierge people get them, which is concerning. I mean, in a positive light though, Castaway, you don't need a cabana on Castaway. No. There's there's plenty of seating. There's uh, you know there's um, there's plenty of beach. There's plenty of activities to do. You don't need it, but it's nice to have if you'd like one. Yeah, it, it definitely is nice to have, but you can definitely have a great time without one. So, all right, private destinations definitely love those. Joe, what is next? Uh, the next one is included room service. Uh, my my children like to refer to it as free, and I <laughs> reply that it is included in the price of the cruise. Uh, some cruise lines are going away from that, but uh, Disney seems to be sticking with uh, with that for now. We uh, we like to order room service occasionally. We don't go to it much, but we'll get um, we'll get breakfast brought to the room if we've got an early excursion. Uh, maybe we'll get some coffee. Uh, we'll also do a, you know if you got to have that. Uh, if you're doing late dining, you got to have first or second dinner before you go to the dining room. And so room service is perfect for that. Yeah. Pre-dinner, excellent room service meal. Yeah, we do a lot of that breakfast before excursions. The you know room service cold breakfast works out really well. And uh, that way everybody can kind of eat once they're ready. It's not a big deal. Someone can eat before they're ready, even while they're waiting on the bathroom type of thing. And uh, we really enjoy room service for that we don't use it too much though really outside of that like other than to get cookies at the end of the night 
we'll get like a dozen cookies just because we can. Also good for Mickey bar delivery. Yes. Especially when you put them with your cookies and then you make a ice cream sandwich out of said Mickey bar and cookie. I don't think I've seen a picture of that. So whichever one of us Mm. goes on a cruise next, we'll need to provide pictures of the uh, versus the castaway key ice cream sandwich. We'll need the, the Mickey bar ice cream sandwich. That's a good one. I think is, do you cruise before new year's Joe? Or is that yes, next one? we have one in November. That's right. Yeah, you'll beat us. Okay, you know, so so uh, I'm on the hook for that. I will make a yeah. special note to provide those pictures before Room we service ice cream sandwich. That's right. Yeah. All okay, right. so number six is the um, the roominess of the staterooms. I, I need a I need a better word for that, but oh, the spacious. The, that's right. The spacious staterooms. Uh, including, you know, they're, I think they're, they're a little bit larger than typical, uh, cruise line staterooms. Uh-huh. Uh, I also wanted to, to point out the, uh, way that they've gone through and elevated the bed so that you can get your suitcases under the, um, the bed to get them out of the way. You don't have to put them in the closet or try to store them somewhere in the room. They can go under the bed and, uh, yeah. free up a lot of space. Also, lots of lots of storage in the room itself, at least on the uh, older ships. Or, yeah, um, not on the Wish. They don't want you to store things. No drawers. It's drawers only it's it's only three or four nights. You know, it's a it's a technique to keep you from dragging on eight suitcases. But yeah, so that's a great one. So Disney, a little more of a premium price when you're looking at it compared to Royal. Right, but so we're going on Royal at Thanksgiving, and we have a grand suite. And I didn't really look at it much until just the other night, and I saw the square footage. And I'm like, the grand suite on the floor plan on the Royal floor plan looks gigantic next to the other rooms. And I'm like, looked at the square footage. I'm like, oh, it's like the same as a deluxe family ocean view or deluxe family veranda, <laughs> like. So Royal's Grand Suite equal to uh, the bigger staterooms. I mean, it's, but the difference between like an inside stateroom and a family veranda is, you know, the width of a twin bed, basically. So, yeah. Are you going to, are you going to get a Royal Butler with that? Because that no. would be amazing. No, that would be you're great. just, no. you're just getting a Grand Suite. My children might be as close. I mean, it's we have two of them that are connecting, um, or no, they're not connecting. I think we have to go out in the hall, but the verandas will connect. Um, you know, the one sleeps. I think they sleep four. So interesting. Um, interesting. My mother-in-law will be with us, so I think her and the girls will be next door, and so Michelle and I and Alden will be in one room. So, oh, can't right wait to see pictures of it. Yeah, right midship on the allure of the seas. So, oh, nice. Yeah. I ha- I had that booked at one point, but COVID took care of that for me. <sighs> Darn it, COVID. So, yep. yeah, the, the state rooms on Disney, big compared to the industry standard, for sure. Gotta love that. Uh, so, to, moving on. To, to follow up uh, with number, to follow up on number six with number seven, uh, most of the state rooms have a split bathroom, which mm-hmm. uh, for myself personally, cruising with my wife and my two girls, a split bathroom is really good for when we're trying to get ready for 
uh, or we're trying to get ready for dinner or we're trying to get ready to get out of the room for an excursion or coming back or whatever. Um, we can get two people getting ready at the same time, which is really nice. You know what the worst thing about a split bathroom is, Joe? It's when you stay at a hotel the night after your cruise and you don't have one. It's just like, oh, yeah, good. yeah. It but usually the there's not as there's not as much getting ready and and things like that. I, I feel at the hotels afterwards, right? It's just so painful to go back to a normal bathroom, though. That is true. That the is split true. bathroom is fantastic. All right, well, let's move it along. I don't know. Uh, we're not going to make it to twenty five until like tomorrow. Well, yeah. So, well, we're, we're, folks. we're, we're, we're still deep diving. Number eight would be the DCL, uh, culture, uh, in terms of the actual cruisers. And I'm talking in terms okay. of, uh, all the things that take place around a Disney cruise, mainly Facebook groups where, uh, where people will organize, uh, fish extenders, which are like, uh, uh, a secret Santa type giveaway. I don't yeah. know. You, maybe you can come up with better terminology for it. Nope. Uh, I got people, better. people decorating their doors. Um, they'll do magnet exchanges. They'll do, I've seen beer exchanges, recipe exchanges, postcards. Po oh yeah. Postcards I've done that one as well. So um, it's, there's a lot of additional uh, activities in anticipation of the cruise to help build the excitement for the cruise. Yeah, um, we've only done culture. That's right. There, there is a large subculture. People uh, dressing up for pirate night, and not just, hey, I'm going to bring this awesome hat. It's full on costumes. This, this is my pirate night decor. Actually, it's just literally a t-shirt with a skull and crossbones from a Huskers black shirt. Next, thing. next, yeah, you, you got to if you add a hat to that, you'll you'll be at the entry level. Yeah, I'm I am bare bones. Yeah, so there's a there's a really great there's a really great uh, culture around Disney Cruise Line. Uh, just from the, I don't know if I want to call them the fan base, but from you know maybe the frequent cruisers that that uh, really help get you excited for your cruise. I think fan base is fair. That's yeah. fair. All right, number nine is that uh, soda is included in the cost of your fare. Darn right. Uh, there are soda machines on the main pool deck as well as being included in the dining room. So if you want to drink your Coke Zero, which is the most wonderful product ever produced for consumption by humans, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, you can get that. Um, or Did they go back to putting actual Coke in the Coca-Cola? Because that must be the only reason it's so much better. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Can't, don't know. can't, can't know. speculate on that. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 Elon Musk did mention rebuying Coke and, oh and maybe making that uh, as a product adjustment. Um, but oh, you please, know, no. I, I, I think he settled on Twitter X. slash X slash X. whatever he's got now. As long as uh, he would change it to X, it's all that matters. That's right. Uh, if following up on included items, uh, ice mm -hmm. cream on deck is included. Yes. All uh, more soft serve than ice cream, but uh, mm -hmm. as much as you care to stick your head under the nozzle for. Yeah. And, you know, you go get a cup from the said included beverages, bring it over, fill up a whole cup. They give you a spoon. Uh, they do include the spoons now, I've noticed. Yeah, so they must right have there, figured. The, yeah. Yeah. They, they were tired of like people scavenging for spoons, I think. And I don't understand why they, why they don't have cups next to the machine and I, and reusable cups at that i think because they're just 
hoping people don't put that idea together. I think every, you know, one less person that does it saves them on ice cream a little. I don't know. I, I don't know how they save like, on ice cream. You have like 10 kids come through and fill up a cup full of ice cream. It's going to run the machine low, right? I think it's more about have you have, have you seen how high these kids can stack the ice cream I on know, a cone? I know, but imagine that same kid filling a cup. Uh, it's a good point. The base yeah. is wider. It's, yeah. it's a yeah. physics it's, problem. Understood. Yeah, yeah. All right, we digress again. Okay. Ice cream, fantastic. Number 11 is the family-friendly atmosphere of Disney Cruise Line. Uh, that includes not having the hairiest man competition during the middle of the day, no cannonballing, no uh, newlywed game during the middle of the day. Um, I'll also say that they plan uh, and we'll get into more later, but th- there's there's activities and areas for almost all ages uh, on Disney cruise ships. There's, you know, there's activities uh, for younger kids, teenagers, you know, kids 18 to 20. Uh, there's adult only spaces uh, and and it helps everyone that that goes on the ship have a good time versus yeah. you go on the ship and the kids are bored or the parents are wondering why they got on board the ship. Yep. I think that's a great point the atmosphere all around. They do a good job of segregating the more adult things. Uh, The Wish, I don't think, does it quite as well because of Luna's location and it's like openness to the hallway. Hopefully on the adventure, treasure, sorry. I'm going to call it the adventure of the seas, which it's not. It's the treasure. Um, Hopefully that's like closed in better. Um, But uh, yeah, I like the compartmentalization. And the D lounge. There's no D lounge on the Wish, which is weird. Yeah, I don't. I I've seen enough and and heard enough about the layout of the Wish that uh, I'm hoping that they change it up a little bit for the treasure. But yeah, uh, eventually yeah. we'll eventually we'll get to check it out. So number well, yeah. twelve, go ahead. They'll fix it all for the global dream. Yeah. They've yeah. certainly got enough space on that boat to fix right? it all. Yeah, that's right. Do. Okay, number 12. Number 12 is trivia of every variety you can think of. Every music genre, well, not genre, age, decade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, decade. Yeah, um, And then there's uh, there's Marvel trivia and Pixar trivia. And what other ones have you guys participated in? Marvel, Star Wars, DCL. Um, yeah, uh, theme park. Disney parks, yeah, music, Disney music, um, all the trivia. We love it all. Show tunes. Uh, there's another know-it-all trivia. Mm-hmm. The, I think uh, the only one I haven't seen is Harry Potter trivia. I don't think they're going to dip their toe in that one. I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. But other but, than that, pretty much anything. There's every trivia that you've ever wanted, along with the coveted medals to display your knowledge and yeah. Uh, superiority over other cruisers if you should win said trivia. Which you win a lot. By you, if you mean the royal back to the mouse family you, then yes, I agree. We we, we have won a few <laughs> medals in the past. I think that um, as my wife and I become empty nesters and go on cruises by ourselves, I think our winning rate will plummet significantly. Um, our base of the 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 uh, 
adult uh, component to our family is strong in 80s music trivia, but mm. I think that's going to be about it. Yeah, that's not going to help you on a lot of those categories. No, no, no. Our, our Marvel and uh, Disney Tunes trivia is, is uh, departing for college and sadly will not make all of our cruises, but we'll continue to make some. There you go. All right, we'll, moving on. We will, uh, number 13 is the Aqueduct, mm-hmm. one of the first water coasters at sea, if I remember the marketing correctly. Yeah, I think so. It's amazing. I like it. It's, it's vastly superior to the Aqua Dunk, which is a horrid torture device that no one should have to go on. <laughs> Small fact, that's my favorite, Joe. I like the Aqua Dunk better. Because at the end of the Aqua Duck, you feel like a beached whale getting out of the raft. The I, find that if you, I find that if you just roll over like, like a beached whale would do, it's much easier to then stand up. So that's my go-to move. As soon as the raft gets to the end, I roll out of the raft, my kid laughs at me, and then I stand up and step out. I Don't just sit there and flail. It doesn't help. Okay, I'll try to flail less. Roll roll more, roll more flail less. That's a t-shirt if I've ever heard one. That, All right. That's right. That's a great number. F- number 14. When you're done looking like a fool on the aqueduct, you can retreat to Satellite Falls on the Dream Class ship, which is an adult-only uh, sun deck area. Is that mm-hmm. is that how you classify that? I think so. Yeah, Where, that's a good one. I think it's a better layout up there than the adult pool area, from the simple fact that it's not it's not a pass through area on the ship. It's a spot I forget exists sometimes. And most under 18 year olds also forget it exists and it's nice and quiet and relaxing. And you usually won't have a problem finding seating up there either. Uh, So the wish has something similar way at the aft is the adult pool area. There's an infinity pool right in the middle, but off to each side is like a horseshoe shaped or C shaped. Um, It's like a bench with like, maybe six inches of water that your feet are in, but the water comes down the, the tile work on the back of the bench. So it's similar sort of thing to satellite falls that I really like that. And that adult area. Yeah. I'm definitely one positive about the wish for the day. I'm hoping it's not crowded when we, when we go to try to enjoy that area, but I've heard that it's not as large as satellite falls. No, it is not. And uh, we went like, we got back on the ship from castaway and we went. So it was like ghost town. It was just us and the, the cast of the theater, basically. <laughs> so, you know. Nice. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Number 15. Uh, we'll get there eventually, folks. Is the classic look of the ships, both on the interior of the ship and the exterior of the ship. My, my, wife's, bi- my wife's big complaint with the Royal ship that we went on, which was a wonderful ship. We had a great cruise, but she didn't like the fact that the inside looked like a shopping mall. Uh, she likes the classic warm interiors of the Disney ships and they, the exterior of the ships look, look take you back more to uh, the older cruise lines. Um, I guess what, from the twenties and thirties. Yeah. The old steamers, the, the, um, the, the, classic age of cruising back when Walt did it 
yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When Walt did it, basically, is what they're after. I like that, too. I, the inside doesn't feel like Vegas. You know, it doesn't have that Vegas sort of thing. The Wish has a little more of that component. There's some things where you can tell they like, hey, look what Royal does. Oh, that makes money. So um, you see a little bit more of that shopping mall vibe on the Wish. And it's like the high-end stuff. So the average guest is like, well, who even buys that? And then on the last night, it's like packed full of people buying expensive things. But that's who. There's people. There's people that buy yeah. it. Or it wouldn't be there. Oh, that's true. If it if it wasn't making money, they'd close it. Oh, if if it was losing money, it'd be turned into something else so fast until it did. Right? That's, that's right. That's the key. Uh, let's see. Number 16. Uh, on the Dream Class ships, the midship detective agency is very popular. Yes. And that's a, a video, a, an interactive game that sends you all over the ship to hunt for clues uh, for a couple different scenarios, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. There's a Muppets one, or is there two Muppets ones? I can't remember. I don't It's remember. been a little... My- kids do it i haven't done it in a while but the kids did it on the fantasy this last cruise and really liked it still even at their older ages they did it when they were little they've done it when they're older great stuff it it it's kind of like you know it's it's like different attractions at the theme parks right they're designed to you know keep people entertained with uh without the crew having to do the entertaining right so it's it's self-entertainment self-guided entertainment I think it's great. So midship detective agency, wonderful, wonderful thing to do. All right. What is next? Uh, So this is number 17. Obviously the most important thing that you could ever have on a cruise ship is funnel vision, which is, (laughs) which is the giant, uh, there's a giant, um, I don't want to say television monitor. Uh, yeah. Mounted to one of the funnels uh, right at the pool deck where they will constantly play a rotation of uh, Disney movies. So you can sit there, enjoy your favorite Disney movies uh, while you eat the included ice cream and soak up the soak up the sun. Which yeah, and if some you don't places... want the sun, you can find some shade too. <sighs> the shade sounds so nebulous, right? Yeah, you and you have to shift from side to side as the day goes yeah. on and. It, it can be depends. it can be tough. Depends on how long you sit there. Yeah, funnel vision is great. Uh, so the other cruise lines they don't utilize their big screens quite as well as Disney. I don't feel they kind of let them linger. Honestly, I feel like my retirement job should be planning the schedule for funnel vision. I've Bad. often sometimes while while sitting there, I've noticed you know why are you playing this movie in the middle of the day on a Disney cruise in the Caribbean when you could be playing a bunch of nice classics that you have, but you went with, you know, whatever one you went with. Every now and then they get it right. Every now and then they show like brother bear in Alaska on the wonder, but why would that not come out every day? Right. uh, On the wonder in Alaska. That's right. That's right. In case, in case you can't make it right. Right? Just shift the time around. Moana should be multiple times, I feel like. Um, Moana, Princess and the Frog. 
Yeah, Little Mermaid, right? Classic. Uh, I believe the the DCL dude Wes had a contest, and what mm-hmm. won was was it was it Moana or Pirates of the Caribbean? I can't remember. One of the two. I can't remember. It just depends on which one Wes voted for more. I think. I think he just started making yeah, a uh, vote. He might have he, he might have skewed the results, but but I, I had a. I had a, a argument with someone when they when they chose Pirates of the Caribbean, and he said that 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 if it was on, no matter what else was going on, they would plop down and watch it. Wow. And that 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 is the definition of a, a great funnel vision movie, right? If yeah, no, right no matter what you were going to do, if it's on, you stop and watch it. So you know, yeah. it's it's some people's cup of tea. I'd I'd watch it if it came on. I'm not getting up out of my seat, but you know, yeah. So, fun fact, on the Wish, you can touch the Funnel Vision screen. I don't know who thought that was a good idea, but it's a thing. Should you be touching the Funnel Vision screen? There's no sign telling me not to, Lou. There's no sign. Well, then, by by all means, then it must be there to do that with. There's a sign telling me not to do lots of dumb things. They don't have that one yet. It might be there because That's because someone's done it before. If there's a sign that says, don't do this. Okay, so now we're up to number 18, and that would be the kids' clubs for kids of pretty much all ages, right? So there's, yeah. a, there's a nursery for under two, I believe. Uh, that's yeah, an ad- three and under. Well, two-year-olds and under, yeah. Yeah, two and so that's, a, and zero. that's an, an additional charge, but uh, you can schedule time there, drop off your, your two and under, uh, child and go off to some of the specialty dining or satellite falls or whatever you'd like to do with your time. There's the Oceaneers Club and the Oceaneers Lab for kids aged three to twelve. Yep. If I got that right, I think there's you the there's the Edge for kids thirteen to fifteen, which is probably the oddest age you could be as a child and try yeah, to get I along think- with other children. Yeah, and then. What vibe is fourteen to seventeen? Yeah, there's a little bit of overlap there, there's and uh, yeah, and they have some of the at least on the Magic and Dream class ships. They have some of the best spaces. The vibe is in the the funnel on the Magic class ships, and it's forward on deck five on the Dream class ships, and it has its mm-hmm. own sun deck. Which yeah. is nice. I don't remember Ooh, where everything. they put it on the wish. Um, it is back by the sports deck, so I th- believe that's above Marceline Market. You have kind of the the vibe right next to the sports area, which is inside as well. So they use that a lot to do things. The edge is way down midship to forward um, on like deck five, right? Kind of past the shops like Mickey's mainsail kind of catty corner from that going forward and the kids clubs are on deck two on the wish so very different than the other four ships but with the greatest entrance to any kids club ever known to man yeah it's a slide i didn't go down the slide because i didn't want to get stuck well i mean i they could grease it first right and then right i'm sure they could and like shoot you through it yeah, I was just worried I'd get stuck, and then they'd be like, "All right, send the plunger down," and then they'd have to poke me up. Nightmare okay, indeed. Yeah. Okay, moving uh, on. 
Okay. Uh, I would have to say after Funnel Vision, this is one of my favorite spots on the ship at number 19, and that would be the Cove Cafe, where you can get all of your caffeination that you ever desired. It is uh, The drinks there are an additional charge, um, but sometimes they'll have, um, they'll have snacks that are included. Yes. Well, I get lots of snacks from there, like Rice Krispies during the day and cookies and cupcakes and stuff. And then in the evening, you have more like charcuterie type stuff, like cheese, olives, yep. bread, that's, crackery. Things. That's that's part of the first dinner, second dinner, pre-dinner mm-hmm. type rotation. You got you to gotta yeah. swing by Cove Cafe to get that. Yeah. And every now and then, I'd grab like five Rice Krispies and just take them back to the room. So they're there, ready for whenever. That's correct. No rice crispy went uneaten. Right. Yeah, I think when we when we went on board at one point, when you would win trivia, they weren't handing out medals; they were handing out rice crispy treats. And yeah. and while that can be satisfying after the first one, after the sixth or seventh one, it's you're done with rice crispy treats, and it's hard to flaunt your superiority over someone else with a rice crispy treat. Especially when you can go like around the corner to like Cove or Buena Vista cafe and grab one. That's right. Like it makes it tough. Like at yeah. the dessert at dinners for like an anniversary or birthday, I don't see the big appeal of a little cupcake. It just doesn't make sense. I feel like the last thing you need on a Disney cruise is more food. Right. So, all right, there we go. We digressed again. Uh, number 20. Uh, a small thing, but a, a differentiator is the unique horns that are available on the Disney cruises. They don't have your standard ship whistle. They uh, each play a variety of different tunes. Yes, and some of them are exciting. Like, do you want to build a snowman? Things like that. I, are the classic ships still stuck to like one or two? Yes, they still just got, um, what is it, a dream is a wish your heart makes? Yeah, I think that, so. Uh, that's it. That's all they got. So yeah, the dream class really ships weird. have... It's really weird. I feel like that's an upgradable thing. I, I Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the mechanism is on those ships that, that makes it play that, as opposed to the mechanism on the dream I, class ships that have like, what are they, up to like seven or eight different ones, including Darth Vader's March. Yes. The Imperial March. I don't know what it's called. Yes, you got it. Imperial March. Yeah, that's a fantastic one. All okay, right, cool. we're, we're, we're getting close to the end here. Number 20, the onboard booking discount. Oh, yes. 10% off. Who doesn't want that? Uh, one of my favorite things to get on board. You put a deposit down right now. I think it's at $250. I think so. And you get 10% off a uh, a future booking for there are certain exclusions that I'm sure Michelle will be happy to correct us about later. Oh yes, absolutely. And uh, that $250 is then applied to your cruise. And I think you have two years to use it from the day you book mm-hmm. it. And if you don't use it, you get your $250 back, I believe. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's but again, we'll, we'll ask the, no uh, we'll ask the professional. Yeah. She'll correct us. No reason not to do it really. I mean, yeah. unless you're yeah. having a horrible time, which I think that's a you problem if you're having a horrible time. 
I, I, I think it could not be some people's cup of tea if, for example, yeah. you'd like to go on board and gamble the entire time while your spouse lays in the sun because you're limited to bingo. Yeah, that would get old. Uh, yep. Is bingo next? No, but we could oh, okay. slide it in here. I, we, I, to be fair, we played bingo twice uh, on our all our cruises. The first time we played it, we won. Um, I think it was like three hundred and fifty dollars, and then the second time we didn't win anything, and there were claims made that it was rigged. Oh, so the mafia got in there. I've played it zero times. You're, I know. Yeah, it, I, it's worth it's worth trying once. Just the there's a lot of entertainment that goes on around the bingo itself, bet, and it gets yeah. it gets pretty heated. But um, let's see. The next item was was a was a uh, pointed out by my wife, and and she values this perk, which is you can bring beer and wine on board the ship, both when you uh, embark the ship at the beginning and at every port. You can bring yes. on a six pack per yeah. person mm-hmm. and uh, one or two bottles of wine. You'll have to correct me yeah. about that. I don't drink wine. And I then don't at, either. So, and then at each port, you can bring on more. So when we went on a, we did a nine night fantasy sailing and that had a lot of port stops and we brought a lot of beer on board. So that was, uh, most of it we handed off to crew. So, we did not okay. drink at all, but it was nice to, it's nice to be able to go to the islands and, uh, you know, if they, if they have specialty beers there to be able to pick them up and bring them on board and enjoy them because they do not rotate the beers on board the ship. No. So you get a little more variety that way. That is a good point. Yep. Cool. Uh, my, let's see, this is item number 23 is the tiered. Uh, booking system or i'll give credit to scott sanders of the dcl blog here he he calls the castaway club system the virtual queuing system for disney cruise line it's not so much of a it's it's not so much of a loyalty program as it is a way to um you know keep the line moving uh so if you sooner that's right so if you're uh if you're a higher tier which means you've sailed more cruises on Disney Cruise Line. You get to book your excursions earlier. You do you get to you get to pick your boarding times earlier now as well. Is that correct? Yes, they changed that now. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, so instead of yep, you do that when you check in, and it's a whole thing. Every other day, a different group goes. It's complicated. We covered <clears> it a while ago. Go listen to all yep. the episodes. You'll find it somewhere. That's right. So, but so as you cruise more with Disney Cruise Line, you do get to pay your uh, cruise fare in full earlier. And then if it's paid in full, you can then go through and you can pick your excursions before uh, cruisers with less cruises. If I've described that yes. confusingly enough. Perfect. Um, Clear as mud. Now that we're super duper platinum, we appreciate that more. Yeah. Um, let's see. So number 24 is the twice daily room cleanings. Oh, um, you know, I didn't know that was so special until recently, right? It it wasn't, but but Disney's managed to differentiate itself by not changing, which right. uh, which I appreciate. They they will come into your room uh, at night and make it up so that the you know the the additional beds in the room, not the main bed, but the additional uh, beds in the room, they will 
take them out of their stored configuration, whether it be the couch or a pull down from the ceiling or a Murphy bed, they'll make it up so that everyone has a sleeping space. And then um, you'll go in there, you can sleep, you get up the next morning, you leave your room to go to breakfast or an excursion or to the pool deck and your room steward will come in and return them to their stored configuration. So you have more space, your couch is back to being a couch. Uh, they will uh, clean your bathrooms. They are not there to tidy up after you, but they do, uh, they'll change out the towels, make sure everything's nice and clean, vacuum. Uh, and I greatly appreciate that. I have no desire to go back to my room uh, and have my uh, beds in, in the configuration that uh, of being bedding in during the middle of the day and not having a place to sit on the couch or right. having to crawl around things or what have you. Yeah. I, I love the two days and that was industry standard and now it is not. So bravo to Disney for continuing to do that. All right. What is last but not least? The last would be probably the most important element that, that Disney brings to the cruising industry. And that is their crew. Uh, the crew goes, I, I feel, and, and maybe most cruise lines do, but we've interacted mainly with Disney Cruise Line crew. They go above and beyond. Uh, we've gotten to know lots of members of the crew. Um, we specifically will sometimes go on ships to that they're on just to see them again. Uh, we talk to them uh, outside of our cruises to see how they're doing, and if they're enjoying mm -hmm. wherever their current assignment is. Um, but pretty much from, from top down, the, the, the crew's outstanding. And they're really what makes your vacation special. They are. From housekeeping to the servers to the cruise staff, you know, it, it's, it's kind of like one big family taking care of your family, and they make it feel that way. That's right. Well, I mean, we can go on a, a ship and not have been on the ship for five years, and some crew member will remember us. and remember when we sailed last and everyone's name. Which is pretty it's crazy. It's crazy when they do that. It's just bizarre. And what's what's always weird is like we get on a cruise and you see an old server that you had that you liked, right? And they'll be like, "Oh, why didn't you request us? You know, or request me?" And you're like, "Well, I didn't know you were on here." You know, like so it's it's uh you can request them to have them again and like we really liked our last ones on the fantasy. If we knew they were on there, we'd definitely request them again because they brought us all the butter and got us done quickly. Uh, yeah, that's what you want at meal service. It's, it's all I want. <laughs> butter and quick. <laughs> and that was, that was our family's list of the top 25 things about Disney Cruise Line that we like. Yeah, so 25 years of Disney Cruise Line. If there's something that wasn't on the list, like maybe you love the in-person mustard drill, let us know. Comment on social media this week. Let us know what number 26, 27, 28 should have been. All right? Um, Joe, yeah, I mean, the mustard drill did not make it. I'm not shocked. <laughs> well, how else do you meet all your fellow cruisers and talk to them and, and pitch them on the benefits of visiting backtothemouse.com or Rope Drop Radio on deck? Or even Rope Drop Radio for that for that matter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the best place to hand out business cards for sure. So That's right. All right, well, that's going to do it for our top 25 things about Disney Cruise Line to celebrate 25 years of Disney Cruise Line. So make sure you go online, find Rope Drop on deck on all the things, except, Joe, do you know where we are not at? You are not on TikTok. And neither are you. 
So that's right. No ticking, no talking. Uh, we are on threads, believe it or not. I keep forgetting to update threads, so I'm not sure how well threads is doing, but we're on all the things at rope drop on deck. If you're interested in a cruise vacation, you can email Michelle at Michelle at touringplans.com. She'd be more than happy to help you out, get you on the high seas. So for Joe, I'm Doug. This has been another rope drop on deck.